he is your father figure. No, he is not. I will be your you love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his, his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. They put a little extra commercials there as I didn't have the recording system fired up for you guys as you're listening to 88.3 WXUTs. After further review, haven't any comments yet? Have you shared it on our live feed? Does After Further Review Sports Show actually on here? Yes, I did share it, and I even shared it with our uh, basketball team of Bedford. Hopefully, I get them to tune in. Yeah, listen, your your flock, as I like to call it. You, <laughs> you realize Frank is very popular in southeastern Michigan. Everybody loves Frank. Even the hate the hated rival Monroe oh, High School oh, yeah. love. Frank. Well, yes, that's the first, I think that's the first time I've ever had the opposing student section cheering for me. Yes, that is true. I, well, I, I think that, that just shows there's just a lot of mutual respect between myself and them. So oh, Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's perfect, Frank. Like I said. No, I, to, I told them that they need to show up Monday night when uh, their girls team plays Gibraltar Carlson at the Corral. I'll be on the mic for it. Now, how's, how does this go in, in Michigan? In Ohio, we've started our state playoffs. Our team, Whitmer, got bounced in the district semifinal but we are sectional champions. We yeah, I did that. see that. So, so you did you did get some hardware out we did, of the deal. We did. We got, we got a net out of it. Yes, we did. Decently close game in the district semifinals. If we would have won, we would have been playing today, today at Saturday at 6 p.m. versus Fremont Ross. But, you know, that, that didn't happen. But I thought we had a really great season. Um, but Michigan, the boys and girls switched. They usually the boys started l- earlier than the girls this year. But the boys started their state tournament. Yeah, and I think the reasoning behind that was they thought that the Breslin wasn't going to be available oh, around around a certain time because they think Michigan State's going to end up hosting some uh, games for the women's NCAA tournament. Ah, okay. Shout out Robin Fralick for getting them going in the right direction. Okay, okay, yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Bedford, how'd you guys do before we get into this? Because it really is technically the state of the state for college basketball for Michigan and Michigan State. But Bedford is in the state of Michigan. And what happened? Well, it, it was kind of a rough year for us because, I mean, I've said we lost eight seniors. Here's we had a player move out to Utah. So we, we were really young. Only had one senior on the team this year. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Here, so I mean, guess going into next year, we're going to have pretty much everybody back. Really? Yes. That's that's a positive. Yeah, it is. I mean, we've got. I think we've got. We've got. We've got a system in place where they know everybody knows what to expect. They know what to run. I mean, we're gonna. I think definitely we're putting more of an emphasis on getting in the weight room a lot more in the off season. Gotta pump that iron. Getting a lot. I mean. I I told us like, look, guys, we gotta get more shots up this summer. Ball handling, yeah. Ball handling. Well, one, you gotta work on basically getting shots up because you got basically to win the game. You need to get buckets so the score increases, but also get some shots up. What else? Eh, well, I think also we're we said we said after about two weeks after we her things end, we're just gonna open the gym up for like. 
guys want to do four man workouts or have open gym and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've said we at least have have some coaches there mm-hmm. there in order to make that happen. Well, you have to if you. I mean, if you want to continuously win, oh, yeah. you got to have buy in from everybody, from the coaches to the players. Oh yeah, and I th- I definitely think that a lot of our guys have bought in. That's good. Now you you had a they had a fantastic season a year ago, you know Hollinger what right Hollinger Hollinger basically and then those guys graduated so then you you kind of dipped a little bit but you had the youth now probably you're back on the upswing because now they've got varsity experience and they're not bad players I actually wouldn't watch you guys against Monroe yeah when watch live yeah you and I think that's the game where kid I told you about Snoop. Yes, Evan Garty, better known as Snoop. Why do y'all call him Snoop? Well, I I actually asked him this, and he told me he said that when he was a when he was a young pup, a he, young pup. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he had a little Snoopy doll that he carried around with him everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's how he got the nickname. Oh, and so okay. it has it has nothing to do with Snoop Dogg. I said, well, if I bump some Snoop Dogg for you, will he like? It? He said. Oh yeah, I can enjoy it. Does he listen he, to Snoop Dogg? Does he know who he is? He, I mean, he knows, but I don't. He's a, he's a, he's a good. He's a, Snoop's a good kid. Mm-hmm. So he knows who Snoop Dogg is. Yes. Snoop Doggy Dogg and his homie Dr. Dre. Yeah, I always thought about playing uh, nothing but a G thing for him. Oh, clean version, obviously. Obviously, yes, the, the clean version. Or what about Dre Day or something like that? Or, yeah. Or what about all the songs off of Doggy Style? Does he know about that album, Doggy <laughs> Style? I can neither confirm nor deny that. Okay, but he was the lefty. He was he did put on a good performance while I was sitting there. So best of luck to Bedford basketball and you uh, as you guys continue to get better. Yep. And of course, the girls' team will yeah, be. They whooped our behind. I know that. Yeah, they're hosting a district this week. I'll be mm-hmm. on the mic for it, and I think there could be there could be some good things happening there. Now, tell us how this works. Because in in Ohio, now Ohio is going to be totally different next year as they've expanded to seven divisions. But in the current format with four teams, it normally goes sectionals, districts, regionals, and then the state tournament, which is the semifinals and the finals, all on one weekend. Uh, obviously, some of the finals will you know be on somewhere on Thursday, some on Friday. The, the semifinals for each division, and then you get the kitten caboodle, basically, as they like to say. All four finals are on a Saturday. Now, in boys basketball, because Dayton hosts, because it's in the University of Dayton, the boys tournament goes Thursday, no, it goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They have a Sunday night games. Yeah, that's because Dayton hosts the first four for mm-hmm. men's NCAA tournament. Right. So it, it kind of gets like that. Um, they don't have the quick turnaround, but in Michigan's a little bit different. Yeah, they play they play the semifinals and finals at the Breslin Center. Semis are on uh, Thursday and Friday, and then all the finals are on Saturday. So that's kind of the same, like in the in the state of Ohio. Now, I do. You guys do districts, regionals, quarters. Yes, which is basically right before the state semis. Yes. So, so is it two rounds or one game? Like for instance, in quarter the section, fi- quarterfinals is just one round. That's what I thought. But the districts are two, right? Um, yeah, for the most part, they're 
you might have a couple opening round games and right. then the semifinals and finals and districts. Then you have regional semis and finals. Right. And then quarters. And then you get to the state. Then you win the quarterfinal. You go to the Breslin Center. So basically, really, your districts are really sectionals. And then when you get to the re- really the regionals, that really should be your districts. And then the quarter is kind of like a regional final almost. I mean, I definitely see what you're getting at. Right, right. Because the quarterfinal is only one game, and then you're at the States, which is pretty cool. Now, next year, it will change. Division One, Division Two, I know for sure, will be the top 64 teams are in the bracket. There's only 64 teams in Division One, Division Two. Yeah. And there's only, in Division One. there's only three teams from this area. Finley, Perrysburg, and Whitmer. Yeah. Met, met that, that cutoff. With Perrysburg probably being one of the, 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 the lower end of the Division One, So you're already right in the districts, district semis already. Then they do the districts, semis, the district finals. And then you get, obviously, when you get to regionals, it's part of the Sweet 16. So, like, if our team would have been in the regional final or the district final and we won, we would have been in the top 16 teams in the state, the Sweet 16. Yeah. So, eh, not bad. So now... Well, obviously we'll get to the two college teams in the state of Michigan. But who's first? I guess we'll start with my team. Mm-mm. Who? Michigan State. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't think we need fight songs for this one. Oh. I know you enjoy it. Unless you're playing this for the hockey team because they won the Big Ten in hockey last night. Well, it's part of the show. I know, Frank. I know. You know, I know we we want to differentiate. When we're talking about the state of the state, what squad are we talking about? We're going to stick strictly with Michigan State and your thoughts of what they did this season. Go ahead, Frank. Well, I mean, they still have three games left, but I mean, truthfully, it has not been a good year. I mean, this is the... Why not? Well, this is the fourth straight year with double-digit losses. And? They don't they have 20 wins already? No, they're 17 and 11 right now. So is, is it time to fire Izzo? Because I know you love no, the coaches I fired. Have, I have not been one to use that line with Izzo. Okay. However, I will acknowledge that it may it may be time for it may be time for him to just hang it up because well, that basically that's a, a, a in hindsight or what I'm looking at is you're trying to say instead of giving him a graceful you want him to gracefully resign instead of get fired. I mean. I, I mean, look. I'd like for. I mean, I don't want. I don't want it to be the point where things just continue to get worse and worse and worse. I don't want because it's looking. It's looking more and more as if D'Antonio with the football team. How so? Hey, I mean, look. I mean, the four straight years of double-digit losses. I mean that ha- that hasn't happened, and in his tenure previously. And I mean, some of the, and especially down the stretch late. I mean. Losing to losing to Iowa, who's not that good, and then the loss to Ohio State on Sunday. I think realized, you know what, there there are some serious problems, and I think there even in previous years there were there you could see that there were some warts with the program, but they were covered up by Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman. I mean, obviously during the 2019 Final Four run, mm-hmm. uh, those guys, those guys kind of covered up a lot of the deficiencies. Well, they move on. 
and a lot of that's reared its ugly head again. Like what? Well, I think the well this year this is not this is probably been the worst rebounding Michigan State team that I've seen. They're three they're three hundredth in the country in rebounds per game. Heyman Izzo prides himself on rebounding and defense, which I mean, look, as me, I've said I'm I'm a disciple of the Church of Mark Hubbard. I believe in believe that you got to be strong defensively. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is and I remember on this show saying he's got to do something with his offense because it seems like he runs the same sets he's run for twenty years. He says, "Oh, they're gonna work. They're gonna work." It's like, no, it doesn't. Guys haven't figured out. You gotta try try something different. Why well, try something different? If it's tried and true. Well, when it doesn't work anymore, what are you going to do? So is it the plays or is it the players that are trying to execute it, though? I would say, I would say it's real, It's the plays, but I mean. What's wrong my, with the plays? I mean, I, I'm just I'm, I'm asking because what's wrong with the plays? Well, I mean, Michigan State, like every, but what is Michigan State known for? Well, defense and rebounding. Okay, what else? I would say the other thing too is, uh, I think, and I think that I don't mean to like get on recruiting, but he hasn't. Been, he also hasn't really gotten uh, any good big men in. I mean, in the, I mean, I don't. I really don't want to harp on Sunday's game, but I'm gonna have to. He starts Xavier Booker, and Booker was highly touted freshman from Indianapolis, but he hasn't played him all year. And I mean, and a lot of people were wondering, like, why is he not playing him? Why is he not playing him? And I'm starting to think, well, maybe he just can't play. Hey, and maybe all his rankings were way overblown. Well, they start him against Ohio State, and he actually does very, pretty well. Scored seven points, had three blocks. I mean, granted, he missed a couple of checkouts, but you know what? He's a freshman. He's got to learn. Learn. Nobody's expecting him to go out there and be Jesus Christ rebounding the ball. Oh, and then what's real maddening is he's last 15 minutes of the game, doesn't play. Hey, puts Mati Sissoko in, who has almost zero offense to his game. Hey, is not that great of a rebounder, not that great of a defender. And what's even more maddening is he puts in... And three guys who can't shoot, Sissoko, Carson Cooper, and Colin Carr. I mean, Cooper is probably the best defender out of all his big guys, at least in terms of the advanced metrics. Colin Carr, the only thing he can do is dunk. So you're basically t- they're basically saying, oh, there's three guys you just got sag on, uh, and we're just going to let Tyson Walker and A.J. Hogard cook. But but Michigan State is also known for their secondary offense. That's what I was I was kind of looking for that answer. But you know they like to get out and go. What's wrong with that? Ah, uh, I mean, look, you can. I mean, it's good that you can have that. But I think also, oh, it's not something you got. You can rely solely on. Right, but but once again, what specifically the plays? Are you just saying the? the I'd say it's more a lot more of the half court sets. What's wrong with the half court sets? Well, I, like I said, they've been. It seems like they don't seem they they never seem to change things up. Mm-hmm. Uh, try 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 something different. Try something different, like what? I mean, maybe you try in the 
and get. Uh, I, the only reason why I asked this question is because you know if you're gonna do this, you're gonna get you gotta kind of get deep in the weeds here. Are you saying I that know. because fans are just saying, "Oh, the offense is bad"? Well, what's wrong with the offense? Well, I, can I say that being 169th in the country in uh, points per game is that a problem? Well, then why are they that? Well, I think some of it may have to do with if you have have big your your big guys just clog the middle. I mean, Matty Sissoko is one of them. Um, Carson Cooper isn't that great offensively, but I mean, I think he's somewhat he's he's somewhat better than Sissoko. But that's like saying riding a bike somewhere is better than walking. Booker, I mean, is only a freshman, but. It seems like he's he's got he's got the most upside, but it seems like that Izzo would rather go with it's like oh I got to be loyal to my seniors. Here's when your upperclassmen don't produce. I mean, so I, it I, sounds I, like right. What do you say, David? What's it sounds, like, it, it sounds like the issue is not the play calling or Izzo. It's more of the players executing. So, well, then, yes, well, David, if Xavier Booker is the one who is executing, why does he get benched for the last 15 minutes against Ohio State? It could be a number of reasons. I mean, it's not, it's yeah, not, it's not, it's not an, I, it's not an attitude problem. I mean, the guy, well, how do you know that? Are you in practice every day? No, but I mean, what he's asked about, uh, a lot of people are saying, oh, he's going to, He's going to be transferred. Oh, Izzo doesn't like it. He doesn't like Izzo, blah, blah, blah. And Booker's come out and said, no, I've got a great relationship with him. It could be a minutes thing. You just never know. Kind of just wanting to, towards the end of the season, if he thinks he has. Um, Matchups. He wants to have a certain rotation. A lot of coaches have. Okay, I'm going to play certain minutes regardless of what the game flow is. And just kind of help build up his cardio. Like, it, yeah, it could be a multitude of things. No, I'm looking at I'm looking at this. Okay, they're 17 and 11. They are sixth in the Big Ten at nine and eight. Uh, at least they're doing better than Ohio State and Michigan, though. At least they're having a better well, season here, than that. Let me let, let here's a tri- quiz question for you guys. Of all the, this is something I heard on another podcast. Of all the Big Ten starting lineups who have played at least 100 minutes. There are three who have a net who have a negative point differential. See, can you name them? I'm guessing Michigan State's one of them. That's one. David, you got a guess as to one of them? Indiana. Nope. Rutgers. Nope. Uh, probably Iowa. Nope. No, 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 no. Michigan. That's the other. <laughs> Michigan. I I figured that. And I would probably say Ohio State. Yep. Yeah. Those. I mean, those are the three. I mean, I, I found that to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess this. Well, Ohio State's got a lot of problems. They 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 only have their offense only really went through uh, Thornton, who's really the main score. And Jameson Battle. Right. He didn't even play Sunday. Right. But he's battling injury though. Yeah, okay. I figured so, he was. Yeah, he's battling injury because he went back to Minnesota and played, and it didn't look too good for them. Uh. But I'm looking at looking at this. This is a pretty okay season. I mean, you lost to James Madison. You beat Southern Indiana. You lose to Duke. But it wasn't like a blowout. You lost by nine. 
You beat Butler. You beat Alcorn State. State. You lost to Arizona, but it was only 74-68, and Arizona's the number three team in the country. Um, the Wisconsin lost, but they, they're falling apart. You lose in Nebraska, but the mayor, Tom, uh, Mr. Hoiberg over there, is doing pretty good with, the, with Nebraska. Uh, Baylor, you, that's a good win against Baylor, eighty-eight sixty-four. The more the more I see the season go on, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna say there's any there there's. But you can't, you gotta give credit where credit I mean, is. It is. I I am. I, I said yeah, it's great, but I mean, I wonder it's like, I but, mean, why, why can't why can't that be a lot more of a consistent performance? And once again, what you just said. It's, it's basketball. It's a long season. There are some guys on the team that probably have some offensive deficiencies, but you can't sit there and blame it on the play calling. They beat Penn State. They beat Indiana State. Uh, they lost to Northwestern. They lost to Illinois, but Illinois is number 10 in the country. They, and, and it was 71. It's not like they're over here getting blasted or putting on embarrassing performances. And you know that the Big Ten is a grind. I would disagree with that because this is this is I'd say this is probably like the wor- the weakest the Big Ten has been probably no, since no, twenty eighteen. No, no. Stop trying to compare it though; it's a grind. Look at all the teams that that you have. Let's see: a loss at Minnesota. Minnesota tough to play at the barn. They beat Minnesota at home. They beat Maryland. They lost. Now they lost at Wisconsin at Wisconsin, and they were number thirteen in the country at the time. They beat Michigan. They beat Maryland. I mean, beating Michigan. I mean, look. Granted, I love beating Michigan, Mi- but that's not saying much when Michigan's a total dumpster fire. Minnesota, they lost by three. They ended up beating Illinois, eighty-eight to eighty. Then they followed it with a Penn State win. They went to Michigan and won. They, now they lost to Iowa. They only lost by six. Uh, Ohio State has been gutting it out against them. But I, that's I mean, those but, last but Ohio, two losses were at home. But Ohio State beat Purdue. So now is Purdue doo doo, or are you going to call them Perdont? But they got Edie. And they will be t- they will be Perdont come tournament time because they always go f- fall flat. And now Michigan State is at Purdue, which they're going to lose by thirty. Now how do you how do you predict that? Because they don't have anybody to stop Zach Edie. So you're you're predicting it, that. But did you predict? What was your prediction when they played Ohio State, Mister Better? Did you did you expect that loss? No, you didn't. Did you expect them to end up beating Wisconsin when they're thirteenth in the or when they lost? To I them? didn't expect them to win in Madison. Okay, but I mean, so you, they're going to lose by thirty? Yeah, because one, they don't have anybody to stop Zach Eady, and also did you did you they, expect, did you did you expect them to beat Baylor by twenty four? That was completely unexpected. Okay. No, no rational person expected that one. Or maybe if they you just did, went out, I, unless they went out there and balled out. And also, back to why they won't win at Purdue. They'll lose by thirty, David. You know, and when's the when's the last time Michigan State went to Mackey and won? I, I you know, who their starting backcourt was. What Cassius Winston? I don't know. It. Well, I'll give you a hint. One of the two starters is currently in jail. Kalen Lucas, I was going to say. No, that. not Kalen Lucas. Isn't he in jail? Keith Appling's the one in jail. Oh, Keith Appling, sorry. You know, Gary Harris was the other. Oh, okay. So it's tough to play in Purdue, but I don't think it's going to be prediction of a 30-point loss. But are you going to blame that 30-point loss on play calling? <laughs> we'll see. I think it's I basically, I think this year... Uh, 
the Big Ten is balanced this year. You looking at it, you're looking at Michigan at three and fifteen. They're eight and twenty-one. They're pretty bad. But then again, you got Ohio State, Maryland at seven and eleven. The Ohio State, Maryland game was pretty a pretty good game. Now, part of it also is to Ohio State had to end up firing their coach and everything like that. But if you really look at this, you know, Illinois is only a couple games from down from Purdue. Northwestern's having a pretty good season. Wisconsin was looking pretty good early on. Then they had a little stretch where they looked pretty bad. Nebraska has been resurrected, and Michigan State is there. Well, here's here's another thing too. That now, is there a lot of star power like in years past? Probably not. Well, here here this is a, this is a, this is probably my biggest gripe with Izzo. What's that? The transfer portal. What? I because swear you can't at, win. You can't win as a coach. No matter what you do, you don't do nothing right. But continue. Because you look at you look at some of the top look at. Four of the top five teams in the Big Ten. I mean, Purdue's got Purdue's used the portal. Illinois used mm-hmm. the portal. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin used the portal. Their best player came there, AJ Store. Mm-hmm. Nebraska, their big guy, Rink Mast. He was a portal guy. Mm-hmm. Izzo just for whatever reason refuses. I'm not using the portal. Well, uh, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Where did his best player come from? Tyson Walker. Portal. Bingo. Right. And I'll, and I'll even go further back. Joey Hauser. He came from the portal. I mean, look, it's not, I'm not saying you got to get everybody from the portal, but you can actually address some needs from there. I mean, get a big, I mean, if you would have gotten a big guy from the portal, I think that could have helped his front court rotation. Mm-hmm. And, but you can't, you can't be like, I'm not touching the portal at all. It's like, Nobody says you gotta. Nobody says you gotta get, use bring in five transfers for your mm-hmm. whole team. A couple additions here or there, it it'll help you. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, well, you also got to get the right fit. I know. I mean, you get. I mean, there's guys. I mean, look, there's guys that'll. They're 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 gonna be able to help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you gotta. I mean, I'm not. I mean, look, look at. Look at I'll use Dalton Connect from Tennessee as an example. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna be the runner up to Zach Eady for player of the year. Mm-hmm. He was a portal lad. I mean I I I I kind of somewhat agree with you. You gotta utilize the portal, but at yeah, the same that's, time that Frank, that to me that to me is my biggest gripe. The, but at the same time, Frank, and I'm starting to realize this because it kinda of happens in high school too. You gotta get the right fit. In the portal, and it goes also to recruiting. You just can't pick up somebody just to pick up somebody. Well, I I understand that. Mm-hmm. Or no, if you don't at least try to get somebody. No, who's saying they're not trying? So you're saying they're not trying, but how do you know what's going on behind the because scenes? Because Izzo has come out and said how much he hates the portal. A lot of coaches hate the portal. And he says they, but he they said that he, he still won't touch get, it. He said, not all those kids in the portal. You start to wonder, what are you running away from? Are you trying to go to a better situation? I, I, you know, then maybe they just don't find kids that fit Michigan State's culture well, and can play basketball. Well, look, I true, I, I genuinely think he's good. He's gotta make some changes. I mean, I've I've said it on this show before. In the world of sports, that things change quickly, and you either adapt or you die. Right. 
And I think he is adapting pretty well. It seemed like to me you're just you're just on a, a witch hunt against him. No, it's. I mean, I. What do you think, David? At, witch look, hunt. Looking at the results, it tells me he says he's Izzo's just becoming a victim of his own stubbornness. What do you think, David? Guess they. I can, mean, every guess every year, every team goes through some kind of different growing pain, growing edge. This year, it happens to be for. Michigan State, and it's not as though, again, if they were really that bad, would they have been Illinois at home? No. Would they have been in a lot of close games, or would they have fallen off the face of the cliff once they lost a couple of quote-unquote bad in-conference matchups? Mm-hmm. Like, I think Izzo is, rec- like a lot of older coaches, recognizing that is it going to take a recruiting class or two to get back to kind of that familiarity, yes. But like you said, in this era of... David, this is where I'm going to say, hold, please. Mm-hmm. The The thing is, I've said the, the Big Ten is not that mm-hmm. strong this year. Here And the, the other thing, too, is you said growing pains well. Four straight years of double-digit losses, to me, is not growing pains. And you want to say recruiting? Hey, look, we were all told that this was a elite recruiting class. Xavier Booker, Cone Carr, or Jeremy Fears. Look, I know Jeremy Fears, unfortunately, got shot in the leg. That's, huh. that's just, that's sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, don't, I really don't know how else I can put it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this Garrick Norman kid is redshirted. I don't really know anything. I don't know how good he is. But, I mean, I've seen, from what I've seen from Cohen Carr, he can do one thing, dunk. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, I've heard people say, well, then why don't they just do what they did with Jason Richardson? Because that's freshman year. Right, that's true. Year that he finally developed the game. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the recruiting next year, I mean, I, I mean, I haven't really pulled, looked at it too much. I know that Richardson's son, Jace, is going to be coming in. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know if he's going to be anything like his old man. And But beyond that, they're had and you're – who who knows what who knows what's gonna who knows what's gonna happen? I mean, the rest of the season, I don't. There's no I, there's no chance they win at Mackey. Mm-hmm. That's just I mean, re, that's, that's just reality. I don't know that. No, I don't think that's reality. That's not. Everybody has a chance to do everything. No one thought that Ohio State was gonna beat Purdue at home, especially after Chris Holtman got fired. You can't sit there and say that's reality. That's maybe your reality, but that's not everybody else's reality. Well, the last. Well, all I will say is, is I haven't won in Mackey in 10 years, so. Rex Saylor said you looked sharp last night. Yes. And then they got to play Northwestern, which, for whatever, for whatever reason, I can't. This is a t- Northwestern's a team they should beat. However, ever since Boo Booey has been at Northwestern, they've lost to Northwestern every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, I can't put any rhyme or reason behind that. Mm -hmm. And then they have to go to Assembly Hall and play Indiana, which I don't know, which is another place that hasn't been very kind. And they're probably Mm going to lose a game of the Big Ten tournament. They're they're staring down the barrel of having 15 losses. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the, 
Some of the projections have them as an eight or a nine seed, mm-hmm. but if it goes like how I think how I think it's going to go, I could very well see them be missing the tournament. No, nah, I don't see that. Nope. So you, so if you were on the slash committee, you would take um, you would take a seventeen and fifteen team in. You could. I mean, it's Michigan State. I know, you know, I know. What, they what have, have we talked about on this show, Frank? What I know they have the branding. Exactly. The NCAA is all about branding now. There could probably be some mid-majors that could be better than Michigan State, but they bring the fans in and they bring the eyeballs to the television screen. And since every game is televised, a 17-win Michigan State team, which, by the way, I think Michigan State will probably get 20 wins this year. The magic number is usually 20. They're going to get in the tournament. Where are those wins going to come? Wins in the tournament. There's 2021. Well, right. I'm there. not holding my breath. Indiana's not very good at all. So, well, he also, well, Iowa and Ohio State aren't very good, and they've lost to them. Well, Ohio State's kind of got to change, huh? And that, and that is the game of basketball. But I, I do think that they will get 20 wins at least, Frank. I mean, I know you want to be pessimistic, and I know you kind of want to push out. Izzo, you've been on that kind of train for the last couple of years. I'm not, use, I'm not using the F word with him. No, no, you didn't use the F word, but you want him to gracefully retire to bring in the new blood that so then they can put in some kind of magical offense that you want to see and use the transfer portal. That's what I kind of got out of that state of the state for Michigan State. I just want, I just want to see more of an adaption with the times. Well, not all the time. Just because something's new and shiny doesn't mean you need to go after it. David, what you think? Well, it's either adapt or die. No, it's not adapt and die. Adapt or die is what I said. No, not all the time. I said you you just have you have to adapt within reason. He's still doing what he's doing and he's being really competitive. I mean, a guy draining a three at the buzzer. If he misses, are you still talking about that Michigan State needs to get needs to adapt and or die? You're looking at one game. I'm talking. No, I'm about, looking at everything. I'm looking at their body of work. They've got some really good wins. Do they have some kind of bad losses? No. But if they beat Ohio State, you wouldn't be saying this. And if they beat Ohio State, yeah, Purdue has been giving everybody the business. But if they beat Ohio State, Northwestern, and Indiana, there's your 20 wins. And usually, if you get 20 wins and you're at a, a Power Five, you're usually going to be an automatic bid to the tournament. I get that. But I mean, I'm not I'm not holding my breath for that's gonna happen. You better hold your breath because what happens if they get at least to the Big Ten semifinals or finals? You know, Izzo sometimes he pulls a rabbit out of his hat. I I realize that. I mean, I'm gonna have to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. And look, Mm -hmm. and I'm all hey, build a statue for him outside. Build a statue of him outside the brass. I mean, if there's a If there's a way you can get fans to donate to it, I would definitely throw in a little bit of money to get him. You're saying that in one breath, but in the next breath, you want to push him out. Well, because I don't want him to. I don't want it to get to the point where. Hmm. That's all, David. What you think? Yeah, I, I would say first, and with the adaptation, like yes, the transfer portal is available and everyone's using it. But we hear stories: a team uses the transfer portal good for a year, but then the next year everyone transfers because they get that, obviously they have a great season and they want to move to the next step up. So, yes, you can have the transfer portal, utilize it, 
it's a, like Derek said, it's about how to effectively use the transfer portal to help elevate the roster, not completely turnover, because we're not at an age where you can just play five transfer players. We're no longer at the age where, yes, you can have some solid freshmen, but most schools aren't going to put out four or five freshmen unless they're in a complete you know, new year and their whole upperclassman roster is butt-butt. But like that rarely happens. You're not like a Kentucky where you can have five McDonald's All Americans. Like that that's not happening anymore. And, and they're not and they're, and to be honest with you, some Kentucky fans are getting a little upset with uh, Calipari because you get I'm, I'm aware of that. But like I said, David, I'm saying So should he you, get with the times? Because he's not really using the transfer portal. He's still trying to get the blue chip ball players and the league is getting the leagues are getting older and then those blue chip ball players are are struggling. They're trying to adapt to the college game. Well, real, well, I mean, I'll kind of go with here. Kind of add a little context to what David said. That you got, you gotta use a lot. You gotta pretty much, much use some of everything. I mean, you get, you obviously got to have your recruits. You got to have guys that have stuck around your program. But I mean, throw. I mean, get in a transfer to mm-hmm. who to help you if there's a fit. Right. I mean, no, but I mean that that's the that's the problem. The Zizzle just seemingly refuses to touch the portal. Okay. That's been that's really my that's been my biggest to talk about because I know you're gonna hate on them. But here we go. Well, is it really hate if I'm just calling a spade a spade? What is the spade? I want. I want to hear this. I know you. <laughs> is love. that Michigan basketball is ass cheeks? It is ass cheeks. It is. There you go. It is. Then I will say that, but I want to. I want to hear your 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 venom on because you you already know you want to push out the old man and Izzo already push him out and then trip him while they give him a statue uh I'm not pushing him out and tripping him. There you are. No, I'm not. He, he can't adapt with the times. His offense is stale. It's you, you, why don't you just call him the, the Geico caveman? I mean, look, I'm just going to say if they're, things just aren't good. And then, of course, the other team of the state, I will say I'm glad that we're not them. That program is a complete mess. Hold on. We're going to take, wait a minute, because we're at the top of the hour and we got to take a break here. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Michigan. I mean, it's kind of crazy. I didn't think that this segment, usually this segment doesn't go so long, but you, you've been spitting out so much hate. It's not hate when it's true. Yeah, well, th- th- there's nothing wrong with the Michigan State offense. I'll tell you that right now. I've watched the games. There's nothing wrong with it. Maybe it's not something that you prefer or like. But just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it's fact. But what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick commercial break. Then what we're going to do is we're going to talk about Michigan basketball because I, I feel you're going to just really unload the vomit on them. And they're right. You're right. The team is bad. But is it because Juwan Howard wasn't there early on because of his heart problem? Or are they just really that bad? We'll find out after break. Yes, we will. David, any thought? Last thoughts on Michigan State? Right now, they're predicted to be a nine seed. 
in the NCAA tournament, mm. I would take that regardless of how the season's going. True. And at a nine seed, you can make some noise. Like I said, not holding my breath. No. Okay. We'll take a quick commercial break. You listen to 88.3 WHT's after further review. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, WHT's after further review with a picture of Frank Bastra and the horse's head. When we return, we talk a little bit about Michigan basketball. I just want to hear the spew of hate from Frank. <laughs> 